Good morning, pilgrims and <coughs> travelers. And a funny path of life. Ineven, Ineven. <laughs> I guess that's what happened when you're working on several languages. Eleven on the dot. Going for a little more lengthy walk this morning. But I guess starting on the right foot. It's overcast, it's cool. Uh, temperatures are going to start to climb. And it looks like the weather forecast keeps changing. Now it's telling us some chances of rain for most of the upcoming week. But anyway, so that's kind of for that. Oof, I got my belly full. I had a big, big, uh, big batch of uh, cabbage and carrot and bean uh, soup. <laughs> It's kind of like a make a cream out of it. I love it. I love it. I even use a green from the carrot. I do the stem. I cut the stem, kind of uh, cook them with the cabbage and then carrot. And then I just add the, the leaves. I just kind of chop them like herb. And then just blend those at the end. <coughs> Anywho, ah, still have to have my power bite. Something sweet to finish. Mm. Anywho, very, very nice. Learning about rule in Japanese and do, do, what, how. Anyhow, so, you know, same routine. Bump my alarm to 4.20 now. I was at 4.30 and I realize I'm getting up. So I'm like, I want to move it to 4 o'clock. So that's kind of happening. And so I guess, let me see. Let me see what I want to talk about. See if I can put those on the table and not forget about them. So I want to talk about my nightmare. I want to talk about relinquishing joys, quote-unquote. And... Oh, shit, relinquishing joy. I forgot the other one. Maybe we'll see if it comes back up. So I'll start with the nightmare. That'll be an easy one. <coughs> Basically, there was a serial killer. He lived in this place with family members. I forgot exactly who. He might even have been his family. I don't remember. But they were completely unaware of what he was doing. It was just him. And then he had this room that was kind of walled off. You know, nobody else had access. And he was air conditioned. And then, then, and then, in there, he had carcasses of human beings. And he was just... With a fillet knife, he was just making thin slices and basically eating it. Eventually, they were animal, like a feline, like a, some kind of a leopard, which I remember petting, actually. I was on a couch, and they let me pet him. I was a little concerned. But then I think some kind of lion, a tiger, or something, I don't know. And they were kind of roaming around, but they were not dangerous. And uh, eventually, I was thinking, well... You may have fed them also, that kind of stuff, but it was just very creepy. And again, if you know me, I've watched a bunch of things on Sir Killer. Um, I don't know if I still do. That's a tricky one. I don't know if I can answer that, if I'm still interested that much. But uh, like the unit, well, the Unibomber, I would not put the Unibomber in the same place actually at all. I think that's a different animal. I love that uh, Ted Kaczynski, that series with Paul Bettany and uh, Sam Worthington. 
and uh, but I've watched a bunch of those. Um, anyway, so it was a little reminiscing. So kind of, you know, part of me was thinking, well, look, you know, the kind of footprint that you kind of leave in yourself. And the dream is, I don't remember ever having that kind of a dream. Really, that I woke up uneasy. Uh, just weird. And of course, I'm, well, that could have been interesting. Glenda would have been good for that. <laughs> she was a great interpreter of dreams. I like the way she did it. Very smart gal. Very smart gal. Uh, Pilar, uh, Glenda, Pilar too. And uh, so that was kind of what I woke up with. And uh, anymore, I'm not sure if I can say anymore. Yeah, just as this guy looked like he killed a lot of people and there was cannibalism involved. Anyhow, really weird. And so, uh, yesterday, I indulged, which it'd been about a month actually, the last time I indulged in uh, in masturbation, and you know it was it was not like a crazy desire, but I basically, like I've said, I've chosen. I do not want to go and fight against it, or I don't want to resist it that way. If I can, you know, not yield, that's one thing. But I'm not gonna. I just I'm choosing not to go in this aggressive route for whatever reason, and that kind of makes sense to me. And so, you know, kind of happened at the end, I was kind of laughing at myself because it's, in a way, it's so silly. But anywho, so the good thing was, you know, when you do it so rarely, it's uh, it's uh, done with very quickly. So, and uh, there's no no fanfare, no fireworks, no whistles. Nadie estaba soplando. If I'm not mistaken, no, silbar, silbando, actually, I think it's silbar, right? Uh, soplar is to blow, I think. Silbar is, I think, to whistle in Spanish. Anywho, and so, uh, well, yesterday was a little different anyway, the way it felt. You know, eventually I lost my interest in book, in reading, or, I mean, I did the whole routine. But, you know, my days are, are so big. You know, there is so much room to do a lot of things. And sometimes, you know, I've had those crazy naps. And sometimes I'm in bed, you know, for about a couple of hours. Maybe one hour sleeping. And then kind of daydreaming and enjoying that, actually. Enjoying that very much. And so, so that kind of happened. And then... Remember standing by the window looking out and the idea of relinquishing, you know, to give up, to give up something that is pleasurable because you, you kind of see the inevitable ramification of indulging in that. And you know what's coming, you know, that it's not all peaches and cream and that coming to the place to where it stops making sense. And that's that's a tricky place to know, you know, when that skin is dry. Because I think once we start becoming aware that we're not its biggest fan anymore, we kind of want it to be done with. 
And that doesn't seem to be the end of that story. It just, it takes time. Some things takes time. And I think that's also important. It's not so much, you know, about getting the job done, but what you do while you're getting it done. And to be measured, to be tempered, to be temperate, you know? And uh, I guess I still have a few things, you know, you know, that I feel like I'm indulging. I mean, even though, you know, when I look at, uh, hold on a second. <coughs> even though, <coughs> you know, my, my diet as of late is definitely more uh, Spartan, you know, than it had been for a while. I mean, I used to have the creme caramel. Basically, any processed. I mean, what do I have in terms of processed food? Uh, Sometimes tomato sauce, but that's very, very rare. I'm actually just using the one that was left behind. But mostly, you know, I mean, even bread now. I am not... Uh, I mean, and to be fair, they are no good bread, no good for... Well, I mean, Mercadona, it would be okay. But, yeah, nothing special stands out. Nothing in Hamilina, at least. So... But there's pretty much almost no processed food in my life. See, I'm eating the same diet. I mean, it's... I'm wondering for how many people that would be considered boring, you know? They just couldn't stand to be eating the same thing. And I don't think I've ever <clears throat> kept it going for so long. I mean, this is... I'm finishing the fourth month, you know? I am finishing my fourth month. I mean, there have been some few changes, you know, like, uh, um, <laughs> well, like seeds and nuts and things added to the, like the berries and, and the blueberries to the to the breakfast. Whereas a vegetable, there's always been a range, you know, carrot, you know, butternut squash and green beans, spinach, broccoli, cabbage, you know, zucchini, I mean, basically. I go at it, <coughs> and uh, and then the salad, some of those things going in there, I didn't have the power bites, you know, and actually even before I had eggs, you know, uh, hold on a second, did I have eggs from the beginning or not? No, I don't think so, but before I was eating eggs, and I really liked them, I really, really enjoyed it, now here is another thing. You know, ah, that's a good point, actually, that just came up organically. The idea about behind, you know, what is this, this pleasure thing? What does it mean? You know, I do it because, ah, oh, it is so nice. And that feeling is so cherished. And it's not really questioned. But when you're looking at what's going on in the world, a lot of people are doing things that are deleterious to the health. And then yet... They're having a blast doing it. So what does that tell us about pleasure? I mean, are there different categories? I don't know. You know, that uh, pleasure, indulgence, I don't know. I'm going to put those two together because I feel like the, the nuance of the, the indulgence is important here. Uh, 
you know, because for me, for, for example, and I guess I don't know, we'll see with time, but exercising is, is to pleasure, it's pleasurable. Like right now I'm going on my big climb, you know, today's actually going to be a longer hike day. I'm going to do that new loop that I discovered because on Sunday on that road, the trucks are not there. So it's the only day of the week. And uh, the one that you may hear that I mentioned from time to time as I do my the smaller loop, those guys those guys come from there. And uh, so I consider that pleasurable, but is it the same thing? I'm not sure. Oh, we have dirt bikes today, so you have to keep an eye. Uh, yeah, looks like that looks like a dirt bike tire tracks here. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, this thing pleasure. Oh, that's a tricky one. For me anyway, it's becoming more tricky. And I'm finding it, it's like it's not enough. It's kind of like saying carbohydrates, you know, are bad. Like realizing where you have to separate the category. Simple carbohydrates and complex, you know, whole and processed or overly processed or overly processed in a way that's just not a healthy because you can still have processed and ultra-processed carbohydrates, which actually might not be a problem. But not digressing any further into the nutrition field. Yes, the idea of that word is not enough. It's just not enough. Because could something healthy be as pleasurable as those guilty pleasure, or those things that basically you end up paying a price that that's not a great deal. It's not a good thing. You know, it seems to be like in terms of health, you know, exercises is a great investment, right? It pays in the long term, you know, your all your, your metabolic your metabolic health. So many things it seems to be so important. So and again, of course, when you talk about sports, there are sports and sports. Meaning like you can you have some crazy sports which are actually very dangerous. And I think then you can question some of that. But the point without getting lost too much here into the weeds. Pleasure. And uh, you know, of course from my readings, the idea of relinquishing that. And that if you keep indulging, if you keep doing those things, you are basically kind of in a way cheating yourself from some other things in life. Like, you know, you, you just, you're going for the low-hanging fruit. And the other one. So maybe because it's easy. I don't know. Maybe pleasure and convenience. Maybe that could be that. All right. Pleasure and convenience is problematic. Anyway, so kind of reflecting on that, I'm pretty quiet, you know, overall. Uh, like I said, I don't quite know where the whole... Uh... Well, actually, I remember where it started yesterday, my goodness, I remember. I was watching Molly's game, and at one point, the way they had that dress and, and the way her corsage made a breast look, and I'm a breast man, and he just... Uh, he played a role. You know, I'm not saying that's responsible for all, but 
it definitely played a role. Anywho, so that was kind of the trigger. And I mentioned about that, you know, the idea of movies. Uh, but also, well, it doesn't matter. We'll see. We'll see what happened. And it's not a big deal either. You know, I'm not like, a, I'm not beating myself over it. I was kind of thinking it was so cool because the last time I remember masturbating was mid-month, last month. So it was going to be about a month. And it was like, well, that's cool. You know, mid-October, I started the intermittent fasting. Then about a month ago, that kind of looked like it's going away. So I'm going to keep track of those two. I kind of like that. You know, kind of some statistics, I guess. It was going to be the, you know, one month anniversary for for that and then four months for the for the intermittent fasting and uh, but th that's going pretty strong I have to say uh, it's almost feeling very natural by now actually meaning like I'm barely paying attention I mean man this morning you should have heard my stomach while I was doing my uh, sympathetic parasympathetic breathing Holy macaroni, the orchestra that I had. It was amazing. There was so much gurgling in there. Gargling, gurgling. I want to say gurgling. To gargle, I think, is with your throat, right? I think gurgle is a stomach. Anywho, but it was quite strong. But the point is that, yeah, it's not an issue now. Sometimes I'm even done between one and two. I'm done before two eating. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm done. See you tomorrow at 10. And it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of effortless. Anywho, so uh, curious, you know, to keep following that uh, rabbit trail. You know, uh, I kind of like where I am. I have not had any single craving for candy, which is, I mean, it's pretty cool. You know, um, since September. So that's been, uh, okay, hold on. So it's my fifth month, I guess. But it's like, it's, uh, you know, I walk by each time I go to the store, you know, and it's like, yeah, there's just nothing there, you know. I haven't had a craving for an egg. I have to say the meat, uh, ironically enough, you know, the the one thing that I was really going gunning for was the daily meat, you know, the worst of all, the worst of them all. And uh, hold on a second. It's overcast, but it's uh, going up and it's not windy. So I'm gonna have to take my, I'm quite layered. It was quite chilly yesterday, and I uh, have chosen to not heat up the room at night. So just use a blanket on a very low heat, and it's working. But anywho, so I don't like to start cool, basically, when I start working it. Oh, shit. What the heck was that? That's quite some blood there. Interesting. I have a, some kind of a zit, I guess. That's protruding. Anywho. So, 
So anyhow, so that was interesting, um, the, the concept of it, you know, and like I'm saying, I'm quite low-key. I don't really have any craving, you know. Uh, I am pretty much, oh, I know what's the, the third thing I want to talk about. Now it came back up. You know, I don't really have a, I mean, I guess it's boredom, I guess, at times, would I call it that? Is it uneasiness or boredom? I'm not sure, you know. But I realize it's like it's not like something else would make it go away and that would be better. So it's not like I'm not holding on to anything else right now. I'm okay with where I am, with what I have. And uh, at times you just, you know, your game is a little off. I obviously don't know long term, largo plazo. Uh, meaning, you know how sustainable it is, because I realize I have, uh, you know, actually my uh, my gas has, are subsiding a little bit, and I'm suspecting it's the increase in the cruciferous, in uh, sulforaphane, which is a um, short-chain fatty acid, so basically a substrate of uh, the fiber from cabbages that your bacteria ferment. And there's a lot of good things about it, but one of the byproducts of that fermentation is gas. And I think some also has to do with how efficient or how well populated is your gut flora with this kind of bacteria. And I think once eventually you kind of get used to it, that's why I'm a big believer in terms of repeating, 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 then I think for a lot of people it just goes away. And I can tell in the last couple of days, you know, because I mean, I have been having quite a few farts, but you know, I was also aware that it was not, there was not really bloating. I mean, nothing crazy. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I wasn't, I'm like, yeah, let's see what happened. Because it was quite a bit, I have to say. But, uh, you know, if it was going to happen the same again, you know, as I keep doing this thing, I'm about to go back to cauliflower now. I had a big chunk of cabbage this morning. Uh, there's possibly differences also between cauliflower and, and cabbage. You know, though they're the same family, but I'm sure the strains are going to be different. Anyhow. <coughs> Anyhow. So, that's kind of for that. And then the third one, hold on a second, let me clear my nose. back online is uh, so went to church last night and at the end of the service an older lady an another older lady first asked me if I spoke Spanish I was very cute and basically asked me if I needed a blanket and clothes it was very cute and uh, what I thought was kind of cute in a way was like I'm wondering if uh, I mean I'm pretty much wearing the same thing, right? Or, I mean, my t-shirt, no, but my my jacket is the same, my pants, uh, pretty much two out of three are the same, so I'm mostly repeating them. So, and I'm wondering if some of it doesn't quite look like tip-top. So I'm like, I'm wondering if they're feeling like, sorry, maybe they're thinking that I'm this poor guy. And uh, anyway, it was funny, it just, 
I mean, I thought it was cute that she asked, you know, that's caring, that's nice. I appreciate that, but I was wondering, like, I'm wondering why she's asking, you know? And of course, if you had any doubt that I look like a foreigner, Ungiri, well, rest assured, the jury's out there. Uh, I, I do, of course, stand out. I mean, I'm, I'm red-headed anyway, so that's pretty much a red hearing. I thought it was cute. He just made me smile. Uh, walking back home. But it was chilly last night. Oof. That wind definitely was cool. And it lasted for the last two days. And it's just gone now. So what a difference it makes. And it is overcast, which is awesome for the walking. Oh, I did see Paco yesterday. So he, he had a place, some kind of a garage, like a social center. Big table, stove, fridge, kind of a hangout place, kind of like a, almost like a main cave, but I'm sure it's just social gathering. I don't think it's just for guys. And Paco is a guy who uh, had that surgery, so he can't lift anything, so the fruit and vegetable store is closed, or the stand, I guess I should say, until he's better. And so basically, I was walking back actually from the fruit and vegetable store. So stopped by to talk to him for a while. So he showed me that place and he was telling me that before. He used to do, uh, they would build and install windows. Actually, they would build a window here in Hamilena and then he worked a lot in Hain. So he did that and he was also a plumber, Fontanero. And he still is actually. I don't think he does a window anymore. And then there was his dad business, a fruit and vegetable stand and nobody else wanted to do it but him. So. That's why he ended up, but, you know, he looks like he's enjoying it, and fair enough, you know, from what he's saying, he enjoys it. He enjoys it. Anyway, so we chatted for a little bit. It was good to see him. He looks good, you know. Uh, it was let go. Le, le dieron la alta. So darle la alta again, it's like to release. Uh, like if you... La baja... It's basically the note from your doctor saying that you're excused from work so you don't have to work because your doctor is saying, yeah, he's sick. He's sick enough not to to warrant him not to go to work. And la alta means that you can go back. So you're officially. And if you wouldn't have, I guess if you had la, la baja in first place, you might not be able to go back to work unless you had something to show that then whatever stopped you is giving you the green light again. And I don't know why I'm thinking that. But uh, I don't know the way it is in Japan. So possibly, you know, like a red, yellow, and a green, you know, traffic light. Um, in Japan, well, Japanese, at least from what I'm learning on Duolingo, green light, migaki, uh, migaki, migaki, something, I forgot, midaki or migaki, something like that. And then they use ao, which is blue. So on, on those phrases where the traffic light is about to change color, they actually use, use a color blue instead of green. So I'm wondering if it's... Uh, anyway, I don't know. But as I'm talking about getting the green light to the guy. Darle la alta alguien. Anyhow. Anyhow, anyhow. So. Anyway, it was kind of nice, you know. I was definitely aware of myself. I mean, it was... It was kind of small talk, but I like the guy. So that was actually nice, you know. It was actually, 
Yeah, it was it was nice. He was, you know, he showed me the back of his car, the equipment. He he showed me the inside of that kind of man cave, and you know, there's a big fireplace there, and then yeah, people to hang out, and and he was also telling me that. Uh, so you have a uh, Ash Wednesday coming up. It's on the 22nd here. I'm assuming it's going to be the same in the U.S. 22nd of February, and so the carnival. For the ones who didn't know that, traditionally used to be the, the thing that you would do leading to Ash Wednesday. Basically, Fat Tuesday to Ash Wednesday. So, you know, you kind of gorge yourself because after that, for 40 days, you basically are going to go into a, a pious, austere, you know, mode, whatever you're going to relinquish. So it's kind of one way to prepare for that. And who knows? I mean, my guess is that it would be pagan of origin somehow, and it was kind of uh, hijacked by uh, <coughs> by the Christian movement, who knows, it doesn't matter, anyway. So there's going to be a parade, desfile, uh, cabalgata, another cute word, I'm, I gotta say it because it could be easy to forget, cabalgata is a Christmas parade that they have, uh, and so it's very specific, it's not, sorry, not Christmas, it's a fi uh, the 5th of January, so it's basically between uh, before the Los Reyes Magos, before the wise men, uh, the three wise men came to bring those three gifts to Jesus and recognize him as a savior of the world, as a Neo in the Matrix. And uh, and so they have one, apparently it's quite big this year, and he was telling me about it, he was telling me about the park, and I was like, a park in Hamilena? I was like, where? But it's basically kind of like pointing right below. And I'm thinking a park, I'm thinking green. And basically he's talking about this esplanade, this kind of a place. And they call that parque, which is kind of strange to me. But uh, actually even Chico, oh, here's a cool one that I just learned yesterday, un chico. I said un chico. So you could think that it would mean what? Making a boy. So basically having a child, yeah? In this case, actually it would be tener un hijo. But he was talking about a fire. So I don't know how far and wide it spread in Andalusia. But here, hacer un chico means to make a fire. I don't think it's hoguera, which is like a bonfire. That's like an outside fire, but maybe it is too, I'm not sure. So maybe hacer un chico has to do with kind of the size of it, I don't know. But I never, I don't remember ever, ever hearing that. You know, because once you start sticking to a language long enough, I'm not going to remember everything, of course not. But, you know, once I've heard it a few times, then it won't take long for me to be like, oh, yeah, 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 I forgot, but now remember what that means. So you get those kind of connections made, you know. So that was kind of a nice little exchange, you know. And, uh, and kind of, yeah, that's kind of how yesterday went. So today after scrumptious... Uh, Amazing soup, man, it was so good, so, so good. I'm being mindful, you know, in terms of, I do want some salt in it, but, uh, you know, just enough, just enough to tickle you and to enhance the flavor, just to help. Anyhow, so really, really enjoy that. Love my muesli meal always. At the last two mandarins, I actually got myself a pomegranate, which I will, a pomegranate, yeah, granada, pomegranate, yeah. Grenadine, no grenade. 
which is interesting in French, a grenade is actually from pomegranate. It's the same thing, which I guess you can kind of see the shape, right? A little bit, kind of plum round shape and you poop, you pull it from the branch. Anyway, so sirop de grenadine means syrup of uh, pomegranate. Anyway, a little bit of uh, language uh, trivia for you. So I'm on top of the big climb here. So I'm going to go basically wrap around, drop, and then do that big, big with the next climb over actually is bigger than this one that I'll be doing. So great for me. Uh, I'll enjoy that up and down. I think that's kind of making it uh, the favorite one. Yeah, I mean, there is a stretch of asphalt because to connect two of them, but pretty much most of them are going to have asphalt anyway. And I think this is a good place as any here to let you go, guys. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to unplug for a little bit and then I'll go to a nutritional podcast. Let's see what, uh, what will come my way. Anyway. Peace and love to you all. Enjoy your Sunday, you know, gentle, nice and easy, guys, nice and easy. Love to you all. Peace.